Outside, we couldn't see it from our vantage point. Good evening, wrestling fans, and welcome to episode number two of our 2018 OVP Hall of Fame Bites. I am Joe Morata, alongside the dapper, the debonair, Michael Quinn. How you doing there, Michael? Howdy doody. Howdy doody to all of you out there in YouTube land and all of you on the normal OVP podcast feed. We're here to talk about another two inductions in the WWE Hall of Fame class of 2018. Uh, as always, be sure to check us out on Twitter at OVP Podcast. You can also reach us via email at OVPPodcast at gmail.com. That is OVPPodcast at gmail.com. And if you need anything else, just go to our website, OVPPodcast.com. Yep, the dot com. The dot com. Quinn, we're here to talk about another two inductions. We have a half hour time kindly. Provided to us again by our sponsors, his lordship, his lordship Alfred Hayes, of course. And there's a this this is going to be a good episode. I think, I think good, so. I think we bite. got we got a good list here. I think we do. Uh, just a quick reminder. I said it in passing. If you're watching on YouTube, you can also listen in audio form. If you're listening in audio form and you want to see our royal attire here, yep. uh, feel free to check out our YouTube channel. That's our Vantage Point Retro Wrestling Podcast on YouTube. Quinn, I guess we really should get right to the chase here. Um, you want to cut to it? Um, yeah, we can cut to it, actually, if you so really want to. This episode of the Hall of Fame Bites, by the way, the first in its history mm-hmm. that will have graphics. Yes, there will be some graphics. And I'm about to queue up the first one. So we're going to introduce it. We're going to start with uh, Ivory, actually. Yeah, I didn't say her because I didn't want to spoil it. Oh, excuse me. <laughs> well, it's Ivory. You ever hear of Ivory? Yeah. Well, some people have. and <laughs> <laughs> Apparently. A generation of fans is about to because she's joining the 2018 Hall of Fame. And obviously, uh, Ivory would be most familiar to fans of what they call the Attitude Era. You ever hear of that? Yeah, I've heard of it. I've heard of it. Now, Vince Russo was involved in the Attitude Era. That might be why you've heard of it. If you ever hear of it? If you're a younger fan. <laughs> And apparently, like, ratings were really high or something. And one of the people there was Ivory. Now, Ivory, uh, Lisa Moretti, yep. by as many accounts as I could find, great person. Yeah, and I always um, thought she was a nice lady. Nice um, lady. I remember her from such uh, amazing appearances as WrestleMania all day long. Yes, with Michael Cole. <laughs> to sit with Michael Cole all day long, you must be pretty patient. Um, having a scarf <laughs> and um, being in the right to censor. I think there those was are, an, those are the three those main the three things, things with Ivory for me. I think there was an over under quote on how long it would take you to bring up the scarf, and I think you did it in about thirty well, seconds. So that was good. I know um, his lordship Richard Land is going to be high on this episode yes. because I've discussed at length my befuddlement at the scarf. As are many people befuddled. Now, um, as far as Lisa Moretti, she had actually broken into the wrestling business, believe it or not, little thing called Gorgeous Ladies of Wrestling in the yeah. mid-1980s. I, that's crazy. And Isn't like, it? I've said my piece, I think, about GLOW, not in our, like, we didn't have, like, a GLOW podcast or anything. No, no. But I've said, like, I don't know if glow was on the up and up or anything like something about it seems wrong i wouldn't think it was yeah. <laughs> it's more yeah. of an entertainment television program than a serious attempt at women's wrestling right as it were but anyway she had been trained believe it or not by mondo guerrero the unsung maybe unimportant uh guerrero brother you know now, related that's to- not that's not the gobbledygooker <laughs> no no the gobbledygooker <laughs> would be would be hector guerrero and i don't if- know like uh, v- uh, vicky here or whatever 
her name is Elisa uh, Moretti. Uh, yeah. Elisa Moretti here. Mm-hmm. Uh, she has um gooker like qualities with the way she dances around the ring and stuff. So you're calling her a, a, a rooster? Um, uh, eh. well, I'm better than a cock. Yeah. So uh, the thing with uh with Tina Ferrari, as she was known as then, then Tina. Uh, Moretti and eventually Ivory in the WWF. She yes. debuted in the WWF in January of 1999. And a lot of people don't remember from what I've <laughs> gathered. That's um, sad because to me she was just kind of... She was a, around that long. She was like a fixture of, of Raw. Like I just For remember years. her always just being on Raw. She was always on in Raw. In her purple boots and you know with her <laughs> scarf. She splashed onto the scene as a um, in a storyline believe it or not with Mark Henry she and, had a storyline. She was always just jolly, well, like the moment she showed up. Think about this, right? She was with D'Lo Brown and stuff. And just think about Mark Henry mm-hmm. and D'Lo Brown um, and their ethnicity, so to speak. And then uh, <laughs> Tina Moretti, yeah. Lisa Moretti, and her ethnicity. And uh, you ever hear that old song, Ebony and Ivory? Oh. And you know who was the booker of the WWF in 1999? Bruce Yeah, you. Yes. Yeah, me. Bro. Wait. <laughs> I didn't know that that's why that was her name this that's whole time. Are you, are you serious? Yes, and I believe that they tried to subtly, you know, retcon that later in life. The mystery of Ivory. I, I don't know why. She was just, she's just always was a mysterious figure to me. She was. And the thing about Ivory, it sucks, is um, she was a competent wrestler. I'm not going to pretend that she was like an, one no. of my favorite women's wrestler. I everything. think that she was one of the rare ones that wasn't just like boobies no. and butts and all boobies this stuff. Boobies and butts. Right? You know, and all that stuff. That wasn't her purpose no. on the roster. And that was like rare back then. It she, was. She was like a worker. And one of the things about workers, unfortunately, from about 1998 until uh, now, until like yeah. the last like two years, is that most of the crowd and the fans at home were conditioned not to care Right. About I, the workers. I sure didn't. I mean, I liked right. her. I thought she, she was a nice, like, part of the, the whole women's division. And, yes. like, you know, when it would be ivory time, I'm like, ah, it's ivory. And yeah. then that would be, like, the last I would think of it. And right. then it's, like, three minutes later, it's, like, it's over. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, that's a fair that's a fair remembrance of ivory there. Because yeah. that's how they treated her. And, um, you know, like we were saying about workers last year, the, the inductee, the female inductee, was Beth Phoenix. Another one that was, she a, was re- good. a really good worker yeah. in a period of time where it wasn't really all about that. And Ivory, unfortunately, I think even less so because 1999, you know who she won the women's title from? I don't know, Sable or Jacqueline. Deborah. Or De- okay. Who yeah. won, quote unquote, the title because Shawn Michaels came out. He's like, yeah, you know, in an, even, <laughs> in, an, yeah, ooh, in an evening gal match, normally it's the winner is the one with that rips off the clothes. Yeah, ooh, but in this case, uh, ooh, ah, ah, you know, and then Deborah was yeah. the champion and Sable left the company. Oh, is that when Deborah took her her gown off uh, like willingly or something? It's, you know, I, I know that happened once. I don't quite remember, but that yeah. might be how Ivory won it from her like a month later. And, um, you know, Ivory, from what I can see, just seems like a good lady. Yeah, she honestly does. She was down to do whatever they yes. wanted her to do, and that's what I always appreciated about Ivory. I agree with you, and I think a sterling example of her being down to do whatever bullshit they wanted her to. We can curse on this one, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Sponsors. Thank, thanks, Lordship. Um, is the right to censor storyline. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Unfortunately. And no, you're not going to hear that music. Don't worry. I don't want to hear it. I never want to hear it's, it again. Okay, it's probably the most prominent thing Ivory was ever involved in. Unfortunately. However, um, nobody liked it. And, and no. we're, I mean, we weren't supposed to, but do you think it crossed the line of like, this is a heel thing or like, 
or what? I don't know because I'll tell you the truth. I didn't like it, but I also didn't want China to beat her. I kind of care. Okay, so here's the weird thing: is I kind of wanted China to beat her, and I'll tell you why. So you you fell for it? Then. No, no. Yes, you did. It was actually had something not to it. do with China. You fell for it. It okay, had to ahead. do with the fact that they had made it seem like Ivory was kind of the leader of the right to censor. Like, well, her and Stephen Richards, right? And I felt that at least if China won, I would never have to hear that music again. <laughs> so, like, even though it's China, hey. like, I'm like, eh, okay. Hey, like, if they get you to root for the face, they're doing something right. right. Maybe the music was the biggest yeah. deal, Quinn. I don't know if this is official or anything, but at the time, I, I felt implied that it would be the end of right to censor if Ivory lost. And it was pretty much, wasn't yeah. it? It, yeah. it was. And yeah. it, what Quinn's referring to, Ivory losing, is the... WrestleMania 17 blow-off match, which is about three minutes, unfortunately was on the heels of a tasteless storyline in January of 2001 at the Royal Rumble, where China was performing her horrible handspring elbow, which wasn't really an uh, elbow, it was a handspring, like, just put your back into the put person. Your butt into the move. And, yeah, I hate it, and I don't like China, if you can't tell by the tone of my voice. Mm-hmm. And they did this bullshit storyline to build sympathy on China, where she like got a, a you know a stinger hurting her neck and Lawler left the announce table right and they right. acted like it was all real. Well, this was also during the whole time where they wanted China to be more like a lady. Yeah, but don't treat her like one. But not only that, Quinn. When's the last time Jerry Lawler got up from the announce table to yeah, check I mean, on someone that, in the that ring? Is, that is rare. An hour and a half. I yeah. mean, a year and a half earlier. Right. When Owen Hart died. Right. And now they're trying to do this bullshit with China. At the time, in general, though, I didn't like it. Everything after Owen was softened to injuries. It to was. Be fair. It like, was. But I just didn't think that this stupid storyline needed something. Right. And that's me at fifteen. I swear, I was like, this is really dumb. Right. So I didn't like any of it. But I feel bad that Ivory had to waste. The prime, the latter prime of her career as an athlete, because she she was already closing in. She was like 37 when she joined the WWE. Right. And that's also because of her history being in wrestling, which I think we're not giving enough praise because she also was. What was that fed? She was in the USWA or something. She was in the ladies professional wrestling, the LPWA. Yeah, but wasn't she on guys wrestling? She later? was in UWF. UWF. Herb Abrams UWF. Yes, which it, is not the herb we're looking for. Yeah, because I remember seeing a clip of her from that, and I was like, "Oh wait, is this Herbie's company?" Sure was yeah. Herbie. You know the the infamous Herb Abrams UWF from ninety one and ninety six. She was there in the nineties. Yeah, yep. and she. Again, team player, it seems like. I, I hear that she moved on to the landscaping business afterwards, really? which is just like, good for you, that's, yeah. That's random. I would always think, like, Ivory would be, like, a pilot or something. A like pilot? I don't know, like, something, like, <laughs> that would you would endanger your life doing, kind of like how Medusa drives monster trucks. I would argue it's endangering your life to wrestle China. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Seriously. And she wrapped up her career towards the, the mid part of the 2000s during a... Kind of a nondescript period of time for women's wrestling. It I was, barely remember her in the mid 2000s. Yeah. Like after Right to Censor, right. and she like reverted right, back right. to regular Ivory. No I was cared. like, what? Like, I think she was there until like 04, 05, something wow, like that. Wow, really? Yes, really. That, I don't even remember that. But Joe, yes. before we get off the subject Correct. of Ivory, yep. really, what the fuck was the deal with the scarf? Do you want to, like, Ivory came out with a scarf all the time when, until she was right to censor Ivory, but then she got it back. I'm almost positive, and I don't remember what that, I remember JR explaining, oh, it symbolizes something to do with the skin panda. That doesn't help me. What does that mean? I don't know. Ask JR. He'll tell you. It's Look such to a JR mystery. I, I really want to know. Look to JR, Quinn. 
I don't know. I really don't know what the scarf was about. All I know is that everyone doesn't know what the scarf was about. That's people remember Ivory for the scarf and the right to censor, yes. and that's it. And no yeah. one knows I'm, why they did either of those and things. I'm pretty sure she had the scarf before WWF. Oh, I don't know about that. I really, honestly, don't know about the scarf. If you <sighs> folks let us know what the scarf is about, please. If you if you have any information. Oh, I'm Robert Stack. And if you yeah. have any information on the scarf, let us know. It's, Here on Unsolved Mysteries. It really is like Unsolved Mysteries, isn't it? It, it, yes. it is, It's just something that's so elusive. There's certain things in wrestling that just bother me, mm-hmm. and it's that scarf is one of them. What What about, though, Quinn? What would you have to say for my first public Robert Stack impression? Um, It was pretty good. I think, it, I think it needs some work. Six out it, of ten? You got a couple episodes to work with. That's with true, that, I do. So. Uh, before we move on to our next worthy contender here, uh, what do you think overall? Should Ivory be in or not? Yeah, I think so. I don't think it's um, Based on a, what? an offensive induction. I think her years of service matter more in this case. It's not like a Coco Beware situation where I'm like, his years of service, but he, what years of service? Like, because he wasn't really doing much. Right. But like, in her case, for women, that that was like... There is ra- a curve. There is... I would say. It was rare for people to come up, and she really had to do a lot of work. Like, more so than the men, probably. Would you, you know? say that she's um, as deserving as Beth Phoenix? Yeah, I would. You would. Because she... While Beth Phoenix, being a worker, was more prominent as we got closer and closer to the current era... Mm-hmm. Ivory being a worker, especially in like the depths, the lows of the low. Yeah, true. Is like a lot more admirable and played a lead heel. Yeah, and she got over, and she had a like as a I, the top pro, one of the top programs at a WrestleMania for real. Like that was like one <sighs> of the top things they were booking. That China thing was huge at the time. It was unfortunately, I didn't like it. So, and I'm clear about that. But yeah, you're right. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go ahead and put her in as well. I have no problem. Yeah, with I have it. no issue. Um, that that's a that's worthy. That's fine. Beth Phoenix is in. Uh, Jacqueline is in. Yeah, there's a, a couple of women that are in, and uh, and I see no reason why, based on the women that are in, mm-hmm. so you know what we have to compare it to. I, I see no reason why Ivory shouldn't be in. No, based on who else is in. Yeah, I I agree. I think she's a, a worthy inductee, and welcome to the hall, Ivory. Welcome to the hall, Ivory Quinn. We've got another one. I'll get the music going while you get the graphics going. Another incentive to watch the YouTube version as well. Okay, let's take a listen to this shit. But Joe, this guy looks different on my. Wait, Quinn. That's Bastion Booger. Are you sure? Yes. I don't know. Wait. Oh, wait. Hold on. Okay. Oh, man. They look very similar. Okay, okay. They look very similar. So it's not Bastion Booger, folks. No, no, no. This is Kid Rock. And this is, uh, as a press time, the latest induction. Mm -hmm. And uh, I don't like him. And I'm going to tell you why. Oh, really? Yeah, but but I'm going to tell you why. I don't know too much about the man. This is Robert James Ritchie, uh, better known as Kid Rock. What a name. You might know him from the late 90s. Kind of, he broke in on the new metal scene amongst the likes of guys. He was lumped in with people like Limp Bizkit and Korn and um, the music scene of that time. He had a big song called Ba with the Ba in 1999, I believe I like it was. I like that song a lot. I still know most of the words. Yep. I don't know the words, but I just know ball with the ball, the bang, the bang, diggy, 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 Yeah, I just say the other stuff at the end. That's fine. And that's from Rapper's Delight anyway, so it's not like he wrote that. That's okay. One of the things about Kid Rock is he's not very innovative as a musician, but that's besides the point. He is inducted into the WWE Hall of Fame because most WWE fans got a 
glimpse of him or a bitter taste of him in 2000 when he was the um, the first theme song for The Undertaker, which you just heard, American Badass. That's upon The Undertaker's return. That is, in fact, why Undertaker adopted the American Badass name. Yep, and it- I... Always like that music for the Undertaker. Always did too. Uh, I like Rollin' by Limp as well, which yeah, you switched that's good to. Too. But um, American Badass is how I identify that period of time for the Undertaker. Yeah, so um, I'll give Kid Rock that. Yeah, American Badass wasn't a bad like the the other song he had. Right, that was American Badass. The first one was American Badass, and then Rollin' by Rollin'. Limp Bizkit. Yes, Rollin'. That's what I was thinking of. That wasn't bad either. But this this was a big thing for the Undertaker. I, I can. I can say that the the Kid Rock here, he, the Kid Rock, he did contribute. He contributed that song, or they they took that song and from his album. It was mainstream. It was mainstream. He um he also performed on Raw. I remember in sometime in two thousand with that Joe C little kid midget kid. I don't <laughs> didn't know someone what it on was. our board say he should be like this one's for Joe C. Is he dead yeah. or something? Ryan I, Schmuck. Yeah, he, I don't he died really a know. Long any, time ago. I don't know anything about yeah. the kid or the Rock. I oh, just yeah. I just know that he. Uh, was very popular when I was in high school, and I was yes. like, "Whoa, holy shit, he's on WWF now!" Like, he this absolutely is crazy. was, and he was a name at the time. He also married Pamela Anderson, which I don't know why people do that. <laughs> I, I don't like that's not advisable. Well, after saying. Tommy Lee, he could have asked Tommy Lee if this is a good idea. Do you think Tommy Lee was like at the wedding? Because because no. it just seems weird enough that he might be actually. I know that um, <laughs> Kid Rock and Tommy Lee got into a fight in like like a mm. physical fight in the two thousands. Oh, so they didn't like each other. No. This wasn't a um, no. It's all Pam's fault. Step parent situation where no, no. You, you deal with that <laughs> kind of thing. Step parent situation. No, well, I don't I believe assume, so. Didn't Tommy Lee have kids with Pam? I don't know. I w- I don't think so. Did they? I, I don't remember she her. Has, I thought she had a kid. When was she pregnant? I. I'm for sure she had a kid with Tommy Lee. I don't know about that. I don't know. Quinn. You might have to look on Pamela Anderson Wikipedia, Dot which, which will probably tell you a, a various other facts that you don't want to know about <laughs> other than WrestleMania. Yeah. The thing with Kid Rock, look, I know that um, I know that he contributed the Undertaker song. He had some other performances. Didn't he play recently at a WrestleMania? I think so. Within the last like three or four years. Yeah. I just can't remember. And I don't know, Joe. I don't find him like super offensive. There's so oh, many worse like celebrities they could have picked. Oh, I don't like him. <sighs> I don't like his music. Okay. I don't <laughs> think he's very creative. I didn't like that song that he did where he mashed up freaking uh, Sweet Home Alabama and Werewolves of London. Oh, really? You didn't like that? It sucked. <laughs> and he acts like he's this country guy. He's from Detroit. <laughs> Well, Come he, on, he wait hyped, a second, wait he, a second. It's from Detroit, it's a country music. He hyped up being from Detroit, though. It's not like he hid from it. There's one better musician from the 90s um, and 80s from Detroit, and that would be Madonna. I and agree with that. no Madonna. Yeah. But Madonna didn't really hype herself as from Detroit. She hyped she herself from, from England. New York City. And then England. And then England, And now yeah. Madonna. yeah. yeah. That was the <laughs> second half of her career. She was from England. And the fact that we're even talking about Madonna during a WWE Hall of Fame bite should tell you how little Kid Rock contributed to the wrestling. But does it does it say much about how the fact that he's a mainstream appeal and we're talking about mainstream people and that's exactly what they want? I don't know if his stream was so main <laughs> for that long. It's not like this was like some like he he's a polarizing figure, meaning a lot of people don't like his style of music. Right. You're talking to one of them. Well, I think at, at the time that he burst onto the scene, a lot of people were into it because it had a little bit of rap he did and the a rap, little bit yeah. of rock. And people were like, this is neat. Like, I can like this. 
You know, Quinn, it's interesting. All these years of doing this with you. Yeah. The things that you and I are separately apologetic for and sympathetic towards. You know <laughs> what I mean? Like, like you'll you'll rail on, and it's okay. You'll rail on Jeff Jarrett right. last week, right? Yeah. He sucked. But you're like all happy about Kid Rock. Because <laughs> I just, I heard it. I was just like, it could have been worse. He it's, stinks. It's like, it could have been. I don't like him. It could have been like Marla Maples or something stupid like that. You that know what would I mean? be worse. But to be fair, at least she had like a notable appearance at a WrestleMania that people I'm <laughs> watched. Just, I'm just saying, I feel like we got off easy this year with the celebrity. <laughs> like, okay. I'm, I'm not like upset. And I'm sure this guy can say a couple words up there, then probably perform a song and like saunter away. And then sure. we, we don't, you know, happy. Wait, right? I don't want a song out of him. He pro- what else is he going to do it, it, with the musical people? Like, hasn't only like Snoop Dogg, the only other musician that made it in? Yeah, I think so. You know, uh, as far as celebrities in the Hall of Fame and the Celebrity Wing, uh, he's on the lower echelon because there's guys like Euchre and Pete Rose well, and Euchre Mike Tyson. Euchre made it. No, no that's oh, what I'm saying. People, okay. I'm saying like he's in the lower, like Euchre, Tyson, Pete Rose, T. Yeah. All these guys are in. They deserve to be in. Even William Perry, I'll give. Above right. Kid Rock. But he's down there, Quinn, with Snoop Dogg. Hmm. I think he's lower than Snoop Dogg. <laughs> Listen, I think this is this brings me to another subject. He sucks. Where's Regis? Exactly. Every, Where is Regis? I, anytime we get to the celebrity, I need to bring this up. It might be that Regis simply does not want to do it. Well, we're going to talk about it every year till Regis is in. Because That's fine this with is me. bullshit. It, like, it's possible, though, Quinn, that he just said no. I mean, he hasn't been involved with them in probably since like 94 or 5. Regis, if you're out there, you're beautiful and um, <laughs> you need to like take your crown here because like I feel like he's been the heir to the throne for the Hall of Fame celebrity wing for many a year. Yeah, at I'm this not, point. Hey, like, he, he should be in. Yeah, he should definitely be in. The main problem I have with all of this, besides Kids Rock, Kids Rock's like shitty music. Mm hmm is what picture did they decide? <laughs> and he that's looks what pr- like a cigar. <laughs> okay, so that's what prompted us to add these uh, picture graphics onto the YouTube. He looks like an old broom. <laughs> and Joe had photoshopped that Bastion Booger thing today, yes, I think. yesterday. Or did you find that? He no. looks like a baked potato. <laughs> I it, made that. Yeah, it, it looks remarkably close to what you to what the actual picture is he looks like a can opener he, he <laughs> he's looks, terrible well, like what were they thinking with this picture he's okay. like nah, so I, I said this on the boards yeah i said you go type kid rock into google image search and go see what they had to work with Still, there's better pictures than They're that. They're all horrible. <laughs> They're all bad. So can we agree that Kid Rock is a very ugly, unphotogenic man? Yeah, but I just wanted... There's also another reason here, though, behind There must it. be. Like, not only are most of the pictures bad, Joe... Yes. But most of them have him either giving the middle finger or smoking a cigar or cigarette, so WWE can't use that. So, like, 90% of the photos they're pulling are useless to them. Now, this is the same company that won't put China in because what if a kid Googles her? Yeah, but I mean... This guy married Pamela Anderson, has been arrested multiple times, looks like a heroin commercial. (laughs) I mean, he would have been eligible for the Hall of Fame just by marrying Pamela Anderson. He didn't even need to make, like, an appearance (laughs) in the WWF. Isn't that amazing? By the way, I wanted to bring that up. What's that? How odd it is the connections that wrestling has with celebrities. It's like... Somehow, Pamela Anderson was in the WWF in 1995, but then, like, her 
husband after Tommy Lee yeah. is also in the WWF. Like, how does shit like this happen? And Tommy Lee was there, too, don't forget. Motley yeah. Crue played in Raw that's true. in 1998, and that's how Test, remember Test was their bodyguard? Or roadie or something, right? Bodyguard, I okay, think, yeah. yeah. And uh, again, this should tell you how uninteresting Kid Rock was in the WWE. I don't, like I said, here, you know what? While we have a few minutes, sure, because there's not much to talk about, I don't want to go into his whole personal life. I don't want to talk about Kid Rock, the human being, mm-hmm. in this specific case, for the same reason that I I wouldn't hold that against like other people, whether they should be in or not. It's If okay. they're a good person, it's nice to talk about it. We don't need to, like, one way or another. I've heard yeah. a lot of bad things about now, him. You've you, heard good things. Yeah, you've heard bad things. I don't know why, and maybe I'm just confusing him with somebody, but... People, I've heard other people say he's like a really nice guy. So it's possible. I, I, I don't know, like that it's just a character or whatever. The whole like smoking cigs and uh, you know blah blah blah, whatever smoking he does. Smoking cigs was and, and hose and whatever he does. I don't know. Like I thought it was just a character. He's I not didn't a pimp. I didn't know he's he an did, asshole. He did dress like a pimp for a he time for a while. Yeah. So uh, I just thought that was a character, and I, from what I had heard, well, he was kind of nice. So I didn't understand what you were talking about. That's fair enough. Here's what I'd like to do. I'm going to go down the list here, the celebrity wing. Okay. I'm going to read up the names. Just to compare, right? Yes. And I want you to say if that person is better or worse than Kid Rock. Oh, and then we'll know by the end if he's at the bottom or the top. Yeah. So, Pete Rose. Uh, Worse. Kid Rock is worse. Yes. Okay. Kid Rock is worse. I'm talking about Kid Rock. Yeah. Okay. That's fine. So, Kid Rock is worse. I agree. William the Refrigerator Perry. Worse. Worse. Kid Rock is worse, remember? Yeah. Bob Euchre. Definitely worse. worse. Drew Carey. Kid Rock is worse than that, I think. And you got a little heat about Drew Carey on the boards there. I like Drew Carey. He he was in a wrestling match at least. Listen, if you were in the Raw Rumble, would you like just like take a chokeslam from Kane, especially with his reputation for Pete Rose prior? Or would you leave? Mm, Good point. Drew left. He made a good move, and now he's the host of Price is Right. (laughs) Move over, Parma, and come on down. Um, Mike Tyson. Uh, yeah, Kid Rock's definitely worse than that. Donald Trump. Um, I think Kid Rock's worse. I think he might be better. Trump was forget four, five, and seven. Wait, we talked about he this, did the Joe. battle. I I have no problem with the battle of the billionaires thing. He looked like an idiot, but it has nothing to do with him being the president. It's a, has everything to do with his like adverse effect on wrestling and the shit we've had to deal with because of it. I'm still gonna say that Kid Rock is worse than Donald Trump in the Hall of Fame. Really, I am. You could say what you want. That's fine. Well, the only thing, so this, if this is like a ranking, yeah. all it means is Kid Rock is better than Trump, but like there's probably tons of people that Kid Rock is worse than. Right. So, so far. Yeah. yeah. There's three more. Mr. T. <laughs> That's an easy one. Yeah. Way better. Way T is way better. Arnold Schwarzenegger. That one, I don't know. Because what did Arnold do? Yeah. Well, he did that Terminator entrance. And also, didn't he like put the WWF over like all the time like wasn't he like a just kind of an ambassador for them was he I'm very good I'm very good and I also I also think Joe he was an inspiration for a lot of the muscle bound men of the 80s like I I really think Vince got inspiration from like Schwarzenegger I think that's all he got (laughs) well that's another thing but I'm gonna say that uh that Schwarzenegger's better than Kid Rock as well yes uh, yeah better and finally Snoop Dogg um, I like Snoop better than Kid Rock. So do I. And he's related to Sasha Banks. Right. Okay, so that then, then Trump is the bottom and, and Kid that, Rock yeah. is just right above him. <laughs> See, and that's what I said. He yeah. without even going down that list earlier, I figured like he had to be at least on a lower echelon. 
of Hall of Fame week. So hey, but he's not the worst. So in your you're opinion, in, yeah. Kid Rock. Yeah, I guess I, so your urine is right. Yeah, bunch of pee, folks. Let us know what you think. You can do that by reaching us on Twitter at OVP Podcast. You can email us at OVP Podcast at gmail.com. And one more thing you could do, do it right now if you haven't yet, go to facebook.com, type in our vantage point, Retro Wrestling Podcast, and join the discussion group. You will be approved right away. Quinn and I will do it for you. Until next time, check us out on Monday for episode number 74, and be sure to be back next Thursday for another Hall of Fame Bite. I am Joe Morana. That is Michael Quinn saying so long. See ya. See ya.